Welcome to Automation Advocates, a show where we will talk about automation, manufacturing, and meet some of the personalities that are involved in the industry and get their perspectives. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating. Thanks, and here's the show. Full strength, all three. Did I jump the gun there? Did that catch? I hope it did. You're rambling while the intro is going? The trigger comment, yeah. Yeah, but... Because of things like computers, I can edit that part out. So. Wonderful. Crazy. It won't not matter. Crazy. Also, when we get to the commercial part, I'm going to play the old one, but then I will post-process that to put the new one in. So a little movie magic, if you will. So today, uh, because it's uh, currently August, um, we, uh, we're going to talk about the automation in training. August is a really prized time of year for Minnesotans. Uh, we work so hard um, from November to March to not get depressed. And uh, we come up with all ways of uh, getting outside in the low vitamin D environment in which we live in. And now we are soaking in the vitamin D. It is so special. Gotta, gotta stock it up. Stockpile. Yeah. Bank I don't think roll, it works that way. <clears throat> I don't think so either based on my blood test results yeah. that came yeah. back. Maybe I can get one of those pods on my arms and I can, you know, have a battery bank on my tricep for right. vitamin Disney. Sign me up for that, would you? Right. Yeah. yeah. Just get right on that here yeah. and let me yeah. in yeah. the background sign us up. Vitamin as a service. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. My friend uh, was telling me about his daughter's type one diabetes solution now is leveling out her Mm-hmm. Uh, levels because the pat the the pot on her arm yep. is talking to her pump on her hip. Yes, and they're like, "Hey, yep, she's a little low. Get her a little insulin." And then do 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 do. So it's yeah. closed looping it on its, its own. Closed loop. It is. Dude. Um, I know someone else that has one as well, and same thing. Twenty twenty two. No more finger pricks. No. no. Well, they haven't finger pricked in ten years, and now they're like. The PWM, the pulse width modulation, the mm-hmm. hysteresis has gone from, you know, uh, I'm, I'm exaggerating with 10 inches down a gap between two fingers. Now I'm down to plus into, or minus from 10 to plus or minus to one. Thank you. Right. And with the pod, I know someone else that has it. It will self-communicate to the pump. So the pod's doing the blood yeah, test check. Yeah, that's what she's doing. And the pump is insulating or providing the insulin. So it's a closed loop. Oh, shit. But this pod can also then communicate to a cell phone. So not only do you have an app. And reorder. F- <laughs> but your family has an app. So yep. if your numbers get do dangerously low. Yeah, she find, he finds out how she's doing at all times. In correct. Yep. And so you can have it communicate to like your emergency contacts, your family members. Something's wrong. I'm crashing get help here's my gps here's my gps or that you can just like of course or you know your spouse or significant other could check in to see how you do and how's it going i'm kind of disappointed in the shock and awe face he's giving us right now what but it's but again if you're but if you're not in that world yeah but but i mean uh, he is well, but well, I meant like loosely, right? So in, yeah, loosely, but adjacently, I mean, adjacently. But like you know, people that, that have it, and it's it's amazing for the automation now of. Well, and my shock and awe comes in. So my ex-wife's grandfather, who's old as dirt, who has not taken care of himself. I ever, wish right? I wish that you would be talking about your ex-wife's grandfather's mailman's sister. That's, I mean, that's a better story. It would be a longer putt to get there for Cousin's sure. Cousin's dog, but right? we, we can Got to keep going. They house it on February. Yeah. But yeah. but he. Again, he hasn't taken care of himself very well, um, but he's had one of the the, the pumps on his mm-hmm. hip forever. Sure, but he's still poking and measuring, or no. it's built Stop in. That like, stuff. I'll get the I'll get the yep. names. That's and, wild. I'll get the now, names and product IDs. And the other thing that dawns on me as we're talking about this is, <laughs> and this could be the best case for an AI or some sort of model predictive control, right? So quasi AI, uh, where you could say, hey, I gave you 10 milliliters of insulin, or I I don't know how much people are getting, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've given you a unit Mm -hmm. and I saw X response and now I log that over time. So when I see, I can automatically adjust the under over on what dosage you're getting to match, right? Like think of all the analytics you can run on that now. Well, I want to go a step further. I want to give you a necklace that scans calorically whatever goes down your esophagus. Sure. And then Why not? and then and then gets the sugar content. And then I want to preload the insulin response based on what's sliding down your gullet. 
Love it. Is that yeah. next year? Like, what's up, Abbott? I mean, Yo. can't you just take yeah. a photo, yeah, right? Track. We'll, uh, yeah. track my workout yeah. or whatever. You take and the picture, my my fitness pal. Exactly. Or, yeah. Exactly. No, I want it automated right into the well, necklace. Sure. I don't want no photos. Like, well, I mean, come on, man. Who well, doesn't want to sell bling? Snap glasses, and you can stream all of your life to your friends. Then you could stream your food to the app, and it could. Really, people are watching other people eat, dude. That's what's. Have you not seen the commercials? All right, he's e- too busy I'm training. I'm breaking the shit out of this thing. Yeah, two and a half. Two, no, two and a half hours of cardio. You don't have time for TV. Yeah, so I got nothing but time. Yeah. <laughs> what's, How many what's, commercials are in two and a half hours of video? A lot. Yeah. And, yeah. and Garmin told me I need to take like seventy-two hours off, so I'm yeah, good. I don't listen to that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I shouldn't. I'm supposed to Just rest a, too. What am I supposed to rest? I, I don't get that notification. Did I turn that off on mistake? Says I'm or? maybe rest today because I, I Cause last night excited. was late. Yeah. It was what? a late night with National Night Out. We're going to come back to that band material because I want to check that out. Um, then, that's a pretty good step count for... Yeah. He's already showing 16,000 steps early afternoon. 1,700. I know. You're a 10Xer. It's all catch good. Up. Catch up. It's all good. Um, but back to these glasses. So I saw the advert and, and it was around... These glasses. I want to say it's we're, either we're, Snap we're or Meta with Ray-Ban. Okay. Oh, yeah. And... They don't. You remember the old Google glasses, right? Where yeah, they had like right. the giant. It wasn't that giant. Casey and I said they could spit on it. <sighs> Moving on. It was giant. Anyway, it was 480p. That's what sucked. But these new ones, yeah, right. And now we've gotten better cameras and smaller holes. Story of our lives. <laughs> glasses. So, but that's their whole premise. Is like, well, now you don't even have to take your phone out. You can just look at your world and click the button, and it sends it to all your friends. Yeah, I, I mean, are we that star for content? Dude, I don't give a shit what you eat. Yeah. Um, if it's amazing, I expect a phone call and an invite. Let's just exactly. go there. Like, right? hey, I'm coming back to this place and you're coming with me. That's how I want to learn mm-hmm. about your food experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll even go halvesies. Right. Yeah. Hell, I'll buy on the oh, second invite. I don't you. care. Game I, on. Yeah. Aww, I had a lobster bromance. roll for Smashy Smash lunch today. I love. I Dude. couldn't believe how much they paid for that. Oh, yeah. What, <laughs> so what's your favorite way to get a lobster roll? I've only had them at Schmack Shack. Yeah, but you've got your uh, I like cold. The mayo-based or I the butter-based. I, I ordered or... cold, and it was warm, and it didn't have a bunch of stuff on it, so I was fine. And I was a little disappointed they didn't have a gazpacho. I mean, that would be an ultimate compliment. Talk about first-world problems. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. I was going to say, which break, full circle to food. I want to... I want to... <laughs> We we're talking today about uh, the automation within the training world. So physical training, correct? So training for marathons, yeah, triathlons, etc. Yeah, and um, I believe it or not, am not a guy who's ever done the spreadsheet data log. Like, I kind of like ultra marathoning because you generally there's two different ways to tracking your stuff, and I just track hours. It's pretty easy. It's like, oh, I got to eight hours this week of running and in, in other cardio events. Like, that's a solid week. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're good. You know? But do you have a target when you start? Like, did you download or research or you've just done it enough because you're crazy and here's where you're at? I, th- I mean, I, I definitely could have tracked it, but chose not to because I'm just like, I don't have time for this stuff. And then I started buying the Suntu. I'm a Suntu watch fan. You're a Garmin fan. Yeah. And it's really just Interface and Finn versus Kansas, and they're both excellent companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now, because the data is so conveniently at my disposal and automatically brags about my effort to my friends on Strava. PR, like, left, right. Yeah, left, like right. I'm, getting, I'm getting double dopamine hits. Right from the cardio vent <laughs> to yes. the woods, and then I'm getting the woohoo at the stoplight from the parking lot. Like it's already from the parking lot to the stoplight. I already got a way to go right. from Tim Andrews. Like shout yes. out to Tim. Like what's up? And uh, like holy cow, that's hilarious. That's my favorite social media effort, and sure, that's sure. where there's an actual dopamine benefit. Like mm-hmm. there were probably forty people on the hill today, throughout the day. I, mean, I was there for ninety minutes. And uh, 6 a.m., you know, ish. And, like, that's a great way to start your day. You know, sun's coming up. You got a little bit of cloud coming over, left over from the rainstorm. 
and you feel the humidity coming up and your shorts are just like, I mean, they ring out. Like I'm pretty sure I rung out like four ounces of sweat today. That's the thing that's missing Sinto and Garmin. Like give me a, give me a calibrated scale with a, with a pail that I have in my (laughs) car and then Wi-Fi, <laughs> Bluetooth to my thing. And like, I wrung out this much water out of my dry Brooks shorts. What's up? But also. It's anecdotal data. A pile of it evaporated while you're running. Totally. Yeah. Or if you're like my friend Steve and you've got a bunch of hair down your shoulders. Yeah. Like, you're not wringing your hair out. When I stop on the mountain bike, I do one of these and I lean forward. And yeah. then I just kind of press the crown of my helmet to my face. Yeah. And it just like. Wow. It's gross. It yeah. makes that sound too. Um, it's fantastic. But similar story. Um, but you get steps, you get max minimum speed, you get ascent, you get descent. For those of you who don't know how these watches work, you get heart rate, uh, heart rate you get peak heart rate, you get your five target zones of heart rate, and you get it broken up. On the you, bike, you get the power, power you get bands. The power, right? KW, right? Mm-hmm. In um, certain watches, as. I think it was top of the line Phoenix in like 16. They started doing oscillations. Yep. I can't remember the context of oscillations needed outside of maybe running, but it's basically a higher resolution version of steps. Could right? be, could be right? because cadence is a big mm-hmm. thing in running. Like yep. I like to and run around bike. 83, 88. Yes. A bike. Yep. Absolutely. And then they'll do comparative power, right? So you do right, left power on a bike to make sure you're balanced. Correct. And then they have different, metrics like there's the whoop strap which is a whole nother environment but then they have these metrics at the bottom i'm looking at my my app right now so 90 minutes 7.92 miles uh 166 average heart rate max pace 614 i don't know what ngp means 166 average yeah what's up 219 max your heart didn't explode at 200 no, I went to 219, apparently. According to the stupid lasers. Are you a hummingbird? <laughs> it's pretty great, dude. <laughs> Remember, we discussed that Charlie just operates at a different frequency than most people. Yeah, yeah I had like, 42 minutes and 42 seconds of ascent time, 43, 48 descent time. He's and, running hills for those of you that are playing yeah, along at and home. I'm, and this is my favorite far, fact. I'm allegedly supposed to recover for 96 hours. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and go ride for an hour and 20 minutes with my friends. And they're going to beat the living crap out of me on every hill climb. And then there's a descent where my friend Mark comes at me. He's 40 He's like 196 and I'm like 156. And he comes down Ford Hill. And it's not even fair, man. You could hear this freight train just... He's like, tell me when you start moving. He says that to me <laughs> while he passes me <laughs> at like 32 and I'm at 28. I'm like, you're such an ass. It's not even fair, right? I can outspin my bike and he can beat me. But I only know that because of this stuff. Right. So then I came to him and I was like, hey, man, I think you could be in a, in a one or two gear lower and catch me on the, I can get him on the climbs. Yeah. But he's got deadlift muscle power. Yeah. So I think if he went to a lower gear, Slow higher cadence. cadence oh, your other way. I want him to have cadence. a higher cadence. And I think he could, he could, he could get me or not allow me to pass him. Cause what I like to do is sit on his heel and yep. I watch his cadence and I sit there. I have more bike experience than he does. And I sit there on his heel and I go, Okay, I know when he drops just a little lower, I'm like, I move left and boom, I attack. So... And he's got the computer in front of him. So he could actually watch that and I could be nice about it. I could be like, yo, I'm going to pass you now because you just dropped. And he could look down. Yeah, he's got that. And or something to that effect. Yeah. Another screen, folks, for those of you not looking at our. And it's a big four incher, right? This yeah. one happens to be an edge ten. And that thing will give yeah. you turn by turn directions. Totally. It has everything. Weather. Far mountain screen on your handlebars. Yeah. yeah. But I could, I could be a nice friend tomorrow to Mark, and I'd be like, I'm going to pass you now. The problem is he can then just you know grit his teeth and and punch me in the nuts, but sometimes he doesn't have it. And so he'll do one of these things where he reaches over and he tries to grab me. <laughs> and, and I don't care because I've, I've been enough of, in enough cycling races. I'm like, I, as long as you don't grab my handlebars and yank, I'll, I'll fend off anything. I'll just elbow you. Sure. I, 
sure. lean into you. That was my that's my favorite way to do it. Just put your shoulder into the dude and like, uh, and you're leaning. Yeah, you know, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. you're friendly. So I but struggle. All that data is right there, and so yeah. now we, in terms of like automation and training, like because we've moved from the archaic. 1992 spreadsheet. Oh, I today I ran this route and I've driven it before, so I know exactly how many miles. How it many is. miles is because my Honda Civic yes odometer said it was 10 miles and I ran it in 62 minutes. So there's, there's my, my pace. pace. Yippee yep. skippy. How long? Yep. But he that person, she doesn't know how how much how much she climbs. She doesn't know her 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 cadence. She doesn't know how many steps. Oh, none of it. None. And I, I remember, so I raced bikes, this was a while ago, long time ago. Let's call it 20 years. And it was the same thing. Like, you took your puller, and because I didn't want it on my wrist, I'd, like, wrap my puller strap around my bike. You didn't buy the $25 accessory? No. That's a poor, poor youth. <laughs> yeah, but you had a you had a <clears throat> flipping Norwegian yeah. uh, chest strap on your... But, but then I had my little... Your breastplate. Like the, the cat eye, mm-hmm. where you got... Average speed, max speed, and distance. Yeah. And that was it. Correct. And so you're exactly right. I remember yeah. going home every time, and whether it was a spreadsheet or a notebook, going, yeah. okay, I went this way. Yeah. Here's, but yeah, now like you can overlay it to the stoplight. Well, and at the end of my effort, it asked me, hey, Sarah, how'd you do? How was that? Too hard, What'd too you easy. Think? Yeah. One, two, five, one through five. Five being excellent, one being poor. Mm hmm. Yeah. So then I could share that with Sarah, my trainer, and Sarah could be like, hey, saw you crush two and a half hours today. Well done. You're not sleeping enough. You only got five and a half hours last night. Right. So you're an idiot. But, you know, good job. Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> that was my day. Cold plunge, though. <clears throat> That's the secret sauce. Oh, that sounds scary. Dude, Alaska is a great time to try it. Do you know how cold it's got to be? For what? The water. So what? So for those of you that don't know, not Charlie recently installed a cold plunge. No, I've been on it for about two years now. In your home? Two years. Two yeah, years but now? I mean, it's cold. It's just a horse trough. How? With so ice? how long are you in there? Um, right now, I'm sub... I don't think I'm below 50 degrees, to be honest. Like Today, I dropped in 36 pounds of ice because I haven't had time to hook up the radiator sure. I need to do. And the water is in a in a hundred gallon horse trough, and it's uh, in a cedar box that's got two inches of R board on five sides. Okay. So it stays relatively cold. Last night was a thunderstorm, so there's a little bit of you know condensation in there. I let out some water this morning, drop my thirty six pounds of ice in, and then uh, turn on Alt J and go for three songs. So it's like eleven minutes. Okay. And everything neck down is submerged in the water. Could you just take a cold shower? No, because it's cheating. Why? Go listen to Dr. Huberman in, in Deliberate Cold Exposure podcast. And uh, shout out to Huberman Lab. And, and you can l- learn all about it. But the, they found there's like documented research that no doubt less than 12 minutes a week. Okay. You don't have to be a nutbag. Less than 12 minutes a week, you will physically change white fat cells to brown fat cells. So would you do like two minutes a day or would you just fire this all in one shot? Uh, I'm, I think the best way to do it if you're going to go for that 12-minute nut is three minutes, four times a week, sub 50 degrees. That's the baseline metric that we have data on. And there's only more benefit from there. There's no real benefit to go below 40 degrees. So somewhere around 45 is ideal. And because you're not distressed, it's not a distressing stress, you're deliberately choosing to expose yourself to the water and you can't, there's no argument, right? Like you have more uh, skin surface than I do and Sarah has less than the two of us. And when we go sit in a cold shower to your question, how much of that uh, skin surface below your neck is exposed to the water? Probably 30%. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, there's no question how much is exposed when you're in the horse trough or a, a legit cold plunge or you're like Tony Robbins. You build one into your your yard. Like, that's the goal. Like, if I'm at my forever house, I'm just renting an excavator, calling 311 before I dig and, or 811, whatever it yep. is. 
and uh, I'm digging a hole and pouring concrete. That committed. Oh, dude, I am not religious. But it's not automated because you had 36 pounds of ice that you manually dumped in there. Only because, dude, I got a lot going on. I have a laser cool, uh, a chiller for a laser. Yeah. Like an industrial engraving laser. And I'm going to hook that up to a radiator coil this weekend. Okay. Because I, when I bought it, I didn't note that it's a, it's designed for a closed loop system and I have an open loop. You want to quick define that for people? That's relative automation terms. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, can, a closed loop system typically means you've got feedback, right? So you'd have a temperature sensor coming I'm back. I'm talking about refrigeration loop. Ah, so that would be your, you've got some sort of heat exchange in the middle. Your so air your conditioner coolant, is, a, is a closed loop system. Right, which is where your Freon or your coolant stays. Freon's a marketing name. It's refrigerant. Refrigerant. Yeah. Um, runs in a sealed system, runs a heat exchanger to get, yeah. So you blow hot air over a cold coil, you get cold air. Correct. Hence, you're, you're more satisfied indoors in August. Also, how nuclear reactors are cooled is typically a closed system, unless you're Russian, like in Chelyabinsk. They really? just used a pond out back. Neat. So, and then it would just condense later? I mean, uh, I mean, and evaporate and rain radiation all over a region? Yeah, 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 yeah totally <laughs> did. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure everybody <laughs> caught that. <laughs> I knew immediately. I was like, now, oh, that's scary. if we're just chilling water that's going to make your, uh, your nether regions bounce off the back of your tonsils, whether it's open or closed may not super matter, other than well, that's how it's designed to operate. In my operate. scenario, I was pumping water through the chiller. Yeah. Hence, my tank is an open... Correct. Yeah. Open into the, the septum. So then, yeah. So open loop. So now I'm going to make a closed <laughs> loop. I'm going to take, a, you can buy a refrigerant coil from your favorite big box, uh, uh, Home Improvement. Yeah. And then I'm going to plumb that directly into this and run some coolant through it. And then I'm going to put a little floor, a false floor on top of that so I don't sit directly on the coil and dent the coil. Yeah. And then I'm going to pump ozone through it. And, and filter it with an in-water filter. So I have two, two systems, one filtration with dual filtration and one coil loop for cooling. Okay. And then it's insulated. This is a do-it-yourself home automation for those that are listening. Dude, they're, so, they're selling cold plunges right now for uh, on the low end, like I think 4900 bucks on the high end 15 large. The 15 large comes with like teak, you know, and like it's a ama- they're great products. Monogram, yeah. You're good. But You're I'm good. just I'm too much of a of a of a dork to uh, like oh, I could just spend the five thousand dollars, and I you know I should. I mean, by the time you're done dinking around with this, and look, I mean, what's your time worth? You're I'm a busy time. Which, what shout out yeah. to our make versus buy episode yes. earlier, yeah, right? Episode. This conversation. Yeah. You're welcome. Nope. Episode that one. two, maybe. Right here. Yeah. yeah, that was early on. Um, but then I have the question then to Lupus back into get it closed loop open loop Lupus mm, back into it. your training. Are you noting the days that you do cold plunge recovery and your does your data change the next day? I like, used to log them as an other cardio event. Yeah, just because I wanted to promote like yo, you guys should be doing this. And I did like I used it away at a track that I did a hundred days in a row, and that's how I defeated sens- seasonal affective disorder depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year we had it and um, never felt happier in the winter. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, I guess I'm less uh, evangelistic about it. It's and more routine now. Yeah. No, it's just like I noticed I should have done it on Sunday and I didn't. Mm-hmm. But you and can see it change. In no, your I did it on Sunday. didn't notice? do it on Monday. What's that? How did you notice? Soreness. I mean, it's a global anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said about the shivering that you get to do. So you wouldn't just buy this $800 bathtub. I bought a $100 horse trough from Fleet Farm. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) I mean, I got photos. Um, Here's an inflatable one for $200 hairs on Amazon. Yeah. Look at that. Cold Plunge USA. Yeah. Like, I believe in lasting and and less less Chinese silliness. Yeah. how do you know these guys in this photo and where they're from? So it's in process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and it's 
and so I've got the chiller right behind you, and it's all 115 volt powered, and it's just fun to do. It looks like a hot tub full of ice. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> for those that can't, can't see 4K. the picture on Correct. the phone, yeah. yeah, and it's exactly what. It's exactly let me compare. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly yeah, yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty are. damn close. I'm, I'm yeah. like eight hundred dollars in. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I bought well, a. Well, that's because you scored a laser cooler. Yeah. <laughs> but I shouldn't have bought it. Wow. Because it's closed loop. Yeah. Durr. Well. Oh, he'll figure it out. And I couldn't find the chiller on Amazon. Now they're there again. And I got a free... Uh, this Omtech 6 liter industrial water chiller. One horsepower. Yeah. How 530 much? bucks. Yeah. I could have bought that. Is that the answer to life's problems? I mean, it, dude, I'll let you know when you get back from Alaska. Yeah. Well... Yeah, no. I, yes, that works. Th- this would be the answer. Yes. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you were, if you didn't have a hookup with a crazy industrial chiller. Hey man, this I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Where I started or where we started was my wife jumped into Lake Harriet twice in February of 19. <clears throat> okay. 20. February of 20. Mm-hmm. And she slept better than she had in like decade mm-hmm. and really? i was like i was like you know mm. sleeping partner is critical and so i was like i had to go pick up the kiddos so i had a four-hour round-trip drive where i just turned the subconscious on and i was like figure this out figure this out came home i go if you give me two hours i'll put a cold plunge in the basement before halftime of the super bowl it was super bowl sunday and i just drove out to chaska hit flip farm hit uh the home depot on the way back bought a cedar fence post hit it with a <laughs> circular saw made a platform and yep. I, I had potential energy, right? I was higher than my hose mm-hmm. output, so then I could drain in the event yep. of an emergency. And then I put it, at the time, we had a house that had a, ba- a toilet, shower, sink on one side, and full laundry on the other side, and I put it between those, and it was in the basement. And the water out of the tap in February comes out of Minneapolis around like 46 degrees. Yeah, it's a little it's chilly brisk. here. Yeah. It's brisk. Yeah. yeah. And then it can, you know, all the cold air in the house is going to Sinking. the basement. Sinks, yep. And so... All we did was just every third or fifth day, we just used that water via a three-gallon bucket to load the wash machine, mm-hmm. and we weren't really using more water. No. Uh, and I did it for 115 days in a row, and it was amazing. And huh. I can get to the mental place that I get meditation-wise. Then 20 minutes, I can get there in four in the tub. Hmm. Wow. I met this dude, though, last night at National Night Out. Uh, Left turn. You see the indicator there. So those are listening at home. And he's a uh, he's like one of the top three over forty marathoners in Minnesota. He runs like a, he ran a two thirty something, like two thirty flat, in uh, San Diego in December, right? And he's like he's like, uh, he's like I I get into that pole punch at the club, but it's like it's like forty five degrees, man. In like two minutes, I'm out. I'm like I'm like, dude, you can do it for five minutes. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, you can which the, club? Lifetime Edina has one. Oh, that's out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's 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 upper echelon. I think you have to have like the Prince Pass or I don't know what level it is. Yeah, it's way more yeah. than I'm willing to spend yeah. per month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he goes in there and he's like, I can't do it. I'm like, dude, the amount of pain that you overcame for the last hour of that 2.30 marathon is way more. Way, way. Way <laughs> more. Than an extra 60 yeah. seconds in yeah. the water. An extra 180 seconds. Yeah, two I want him two. to go to five minutes. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. But he, he, and he thinks I'm nuts for running 52 miles. And I'm like, dude, you're the dude that figured out how to run 2.30. Off-road. Yeah. Well, only off-road. I mean, running that on concrete? Oh. <laughs> Give me a wheelchair. <laughs> Just proactively. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Charlie? Well, yeah. funny story. Uh, yeah. 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 But I mean, it's all the, so the point is, is like, <clears throat> I, to your point, to my knowledge, maybe whoop does this, but Sunto doesn't, I don't think there's a way to correlate 10 minutes in a cold plunge and the shivering thereafter. Cause like on a cold, cold plunge, I'll shiver in the morning like I'll run between six and seven, cold plunge at like seven twenty, shower, say goodbye to the kids, out the door, and I'm shivering for the first ninety minutes. Like I've been in front of customers shivering. They're like, "What? What's, What's wrong, wrong with you?" With you? Yeah. You're like, "It's okay. It's, it'll be okay." Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just drinking my tea. Yeah. 
No, but that and that would be the data is that. But how, they can't correlate that correct. into the recovery. To your point, this is how do you rec- how do you re- recovery? Is what I was thinking of. How do you record your recovery? Notice all our data. I'm sure they're sets. working on it. Yeah, but all our data sets. Like I have a Garmin. To yep. your point, I yep. can tell you all the stats of all the things I do. They're watching my sleep. Watching my sleep. Now the body battery is a new. Plus or minus body battery. So it's is that it's, a metric from Garmin? Yeah. yeah. So when they launched the six, now they're on the seven of the Phoenix series. But with the six series, they launched this body battery. So basically, it's a cumulative of your sleep score. Yeah, it's like the and then your activity. It's like the epoch from yes. S- S- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just kind of yeah. giving you an idea of wow. Like you said, I've been working out too much, not sleeping enough, or my stress levels are high. My my sleep's been disrupted. Yeah. But there's no way right now to capture data on the recovery. Did I stretch? Do I record that as a yoga session when I'm stretching after you know riding bike or running? Am I Cold plunging, how do you capture recovery data? Because I'd love to see the impact so, to your performance data based on your recovery. Yeah, so so my boy Scott Fritz, he works at Abbott, tells me there's a there's a patch thing mm-hmm. that similar to the diabetes thing that'll monitor lactic. Wow. So I mean that's the next level, right? That's the next Wearable level. tech. Yes. In enhances the automation experience we're talking about right now mm-hmm. about tracking your training effort and applying it towards a goal. Like, oh, I have a race on this day and I want to make sure I'm trying to get, the, like last night is hopefully the only anomaly between now and race day where I don't get, le- I don't get enough sleep, you know, seven and a half or more hours. That's the goal. Seven and a half hours or more until September 10th or whatever. So with a cold plunge, He's still fascinated with this, by the way. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> but thinking about just the logistics, the order of operations, right? So you get up, you run, you plunge. Yeah, in in Huberman Lab, the the ideal scenario is I would wake up and like 5.20, I would slam a solid caffeine hit from like a chai latte. Because you have to have the caffeine. It's good. like a requirement. There, there, there's, <laughs> like, there's a benefit to this. Okay, good. good. And then I would go and have my cardio event. Mm-hmm. Like 60 to 90, two hours, whatever it is. If it's Saturday, it's three right now, which is just glorious. And uh, and then I would come home, hot shower the dirt off me. Step one. Step one. <laughs> Step two, jump into 45 degree cold plunge for 10 minutes just because. And then get out and I would have then a dopamine hit of 90 minutes to three hours and it would be carried through because of the caffeine in my system. Mm -hmm. Especially if I took another slam of caffeine in that shower stage. Like, I'm just telling you, like if you want to line up your day, I've had some times in my life where I knew like I was going to have complete autonomy over whatever I did. And I am a big believer in building the big Mac of life. Right. Layers. 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 Sure. What can you do today? That just makes, like, you go to bed at night and you're like, crushed it. That was fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I try and do that every day. And some days I I fail miserably. And... Or or spectacularly. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my goal is always to be able to have as much fun today, but it's safe fun so that I can repeat it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like, Scott Jurek... He set the Appalachian Trail record a couple years ago, running like 50 plus miles a day. Like, think of how you have to stack experiences. A, Mm. you can't fall. There's no way, ever. Right? You're running from Georgia to Maine. Yeah. Okay? You've got the most tolerant (laughs) wife in the world who also likes to drive a Dodge Sprinter, apparently, and make bean burritos until she's blind. Because he's a vegan. Yeah, right? right? And so he's Protein's important, too. So he's running 50 plus miles a day. In the wilderness, arguably one of the most beautiful wildernesses in all the world. And it's rough walking. I mean, I've walked it. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's not smooth. No, Correct. there's there's Correct. no cadence there. Talk about trying to and then have some, a rhythm. I forget me, forgive me, but then some guy comes out like literally like I don't know, forty days after he crushed the record, beats him by like forty minutes or four hours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So there's two crazy people. Right. And on that note, we'll be back in about three seconds here. This episode's brought to you by Newton's Ninja. Do you work with load cells, pressure transducers, 
Newton's Ninja is a simple and nimble force verification system weighing in at less than 25 pounds. Newton's Ninja enables users to calibrate load cells and compression and tension up to 5,000 pounds of force. Each Newton Ninja's kit includes a reference load cell and a digital indicator, each with a NIST traceable certificate. Head over to newtonsninja.com, use the code ADVOCATES to get a $300 discount on any of the three sizes of Newton's Ninja kits. That's newtonsninja.com. Yeah, so crazy. So, um, so to, to tie that off real quick, Scott Jurek, there's not like a start and finish line <clears throat> at the Appalachian Trail. No. Like, hey Sarah, I'm gonna go uh, get the record, and Sarah's like, "All right, I'll believe you," you know, right? Sure. Because I called Sarah at eight o'clock on August first, and then I called her again on September twelfth and said, "Hey, I'm done. Got the record. Forty three days. Fair, right? Yeah, yeah. So because of these watches now, yep. There's this whole other thing that's been going on for the last three five years called FKTs. You ever heard of these? No. Fastest known times. Right. So, hey, we don't have a legitimate race for the Tahoe Rim Trail, which I think is like 140. Actually, there is one now. Oh, but, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Strava or, has them. They're like Strava uh, segments. Yeah, Correct. yes, yes. Like we're depending on which part of, oh, this segment you PR'd, this segment was your second, this was okay. your. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Steve Tapagin is the king of the hill at Highland right now or right. something, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. So, so FKTs now. Baking into that dopamine hit, right? Because that's how social media is, right? Oh, yes. And it stacked that experience up. And then I can just, you know, shake a stick at something and go, hey. And apparently it's really big with the teenagers. <laughs> can you imagine not having a frontal lobe and being somewhat athletically inclined and then having all this connectivity? And like, I would have I'm never gone go, home. I'm going to go segment hunting. That's, right. that's exactly just, what it would have been. Yeah, yeah. Dude, where are we going today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going to Egan. Yeah, yeah. Or Go rip it. Yeah, we got a debate uh, contest over in Des Moines. Let's see what segments are there so we can crush them. Right. Debate. I travel. guess it's a better competition though than eating a Tide Pod. So moving on. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> At least but, they're outside. Yes. But yeah. what if I want to set a PR in the metaverse? Then what am I going to do? I don't understand. Don't I just you, put my man. VR goggles Did you just speak on? Speak Mandarin. And... Yes, I think so. I think. Are you having a stroke, sir? Can you? Yeah. What are the I don't symptoms? Smell and signs? bacon. Yeah. I, I heard today <clears throat> that they allegedly some ODM. An original device maker has a set of VR sets, like a container load or two, right? Because they're prepping for Christmas. And apparently they're not going to meet spec. So my question to the dude telling me this is like, so what do they do? Like, do they just send them to Africa? Like the, the losing football team of the Super Bowl? <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, yeah. Super Bowl champions. Exactly. Never in the U.S. Yeah. yeah so Ever. is there? Yeah. Like, is there a bunch of Rwandan kids running around in their Catholic school outfits with metaverse uh, uh, VR headsets that quasi work, or are they just using them as sun visors? They say Akrurus on the yeah, side. Exactly. <laughs> For those that we have That's, truly and deeply offended, our apologies. It's, tr- it's just terrible <laughs> e-waste, is what I, I think yes. is it's yes. just terrible about yes. it. Yeah. And all the chips we need right now, and you're gonna, you're just gonna, you know, scrap two containers of yeah. goggles, right? Yeah. But I'm with you. I'd rather, and by the way, the odds of me ever running 52 miles are pretty much like point zero 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 one. But uh, I'd rather be outside than be strapped in with the goggles. Um, Correct. I mean, the, the Ready Player One was a sick. Uh, yeah, it's rad. The second uh, book thought out. experiment. Oh, really? The second I mean, book the is second out. Book. Yeah, Ready Player Two. The book is out. You can't so, write a book. So you wrote a book, a book. You waited twenty years, made a movie, forty years, whatever it was. Yeah. And Long then time. they're like, "Wow, dude, you're Here. great. Here's a pile of money from the pile of money we made off your effort. Write Thanks a for book. waiting. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more ideas? That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that just is out there now. <laughs> So I'm they, debating on if I get the book or not. I love I'm the first one. I'm willing to bet like, in the second book they have the calorie necklace. So, it, like, you read, you read Ender's Game? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Oh, you should read Ender's Game. Um, you've read it, Justin, right? How did My I do that? My good friend Oliver made me read it. Yes. Right, it transitioned pens. Yeah. 
But and with with that though, same thing. They had a, a sequel, which kind of had you go, mm. same story, but for different point of view. So you learned some different tidbits, but it was yeah. you said an interesting concept of a sequel. So I'm on the fence if I should read Ready Player Two or not. But it's got to be the calorie necklace. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, so uh, you're you're freewheeling basically. You you just you've got a plan in your head. You do something. Are you? Sarah, following a guided plan that's automated on what you're supposed to do or should do or to meet a goal? No, so I don't have any current races on the docket. Charlie, when is your race? What September. is your race? September. Just a 52-mile Superior Fall Trail Series. Okay, just so a, just a Shout out know. to Rocksteady Running and John right, Storkamp. Um, no, I'm more like Charlie just... How many minutes a day am I active or how many minutes in total for the week am I active? I don't have a race. I used to have, I would do monthly races or, you know. I mean, it's um, a wicked privileged position to be in where you can be like, I want eight hours of sleep. I want one to three hours of cardio. Correct. Six days a week. I mean, it's. No, but when you have a race. But when you have a race you're preparing for, you know, you probably did the math. My race is in September. I need to be up to this many hours and miles by this time. You can back up and start doing your. It's all really on feel at this point. By now, yes. But mm-hmm. when you first started, I've out, done it ten times, so yeah, ish. You have versus, an idea of how many miles and how to you know do nutrition versus like a couch to five k that says I need to do. These well, so then then you times. get into yeah. you can get into the race automation too. So ultra marathons are often called just really long buffets, and so I wake up. I think the race starts at five thirty. So I wake up about 4.20, 4.30, eat avocado, quart of blueberry or a pint of blueberries and uh, one or two uh, hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Just a giant amount of fat and antioxidants and yep. easy to process. Yep. And then I'm at the start line and uh, 20 minutes before the start line, I hit 100 calories mm-hmm. because you can allegedly digest 300 calories an hour. So that breakfast is right around six, 800 calories and I start hitting 100 calorie hits of whatever noon um chia seed gels those funky waffles pro bars you had the cliff blocks before i ate some cliff blocks just saturday the yeah, blocks. yeah. Mm-hmm. there's all kinds of dextrose glucose sucrose silliness out there that's generally yeah. what it is unfortunately but it is what it is and then you're hitting i'm hitting that uh 100 calories every 20 minutes so i can get 300 calories an hour so that my calorie deficiency is Good as it gets. You're going to go calorie deficient. It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. You try and eat it really well the night before. I I do. And it really comes down to sleep. And then after that, I'm very fortunate in that mentally I get to this competitive space because I'm up there with like five to 15 friends now. I mean, it's just a hoot. And we're all just giving each other shit right up to the gun and then after the gun. And then, uh, yeah, you run through the woods, and hopefully you make the first turn. Last year I did and got lost. Oops. <laughs> and DNF for the first time ever. So what if, what if they had a patch that could measure, or better yet, because you already have your watch on, it's measuring your steps, it's measuring your heart rate, and you've got something about the size of this Garmin computer mm. duct taped to your... A pack back of cards. or peck or whatever. Yep. And periodically, it's just auto giving you a little bit of. What are you giving me? Sugar EPO? or whatever, food. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, let's just go straight to roids. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did. EPO. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what that's what was the favorite of uh, of the Tour de France cyclists. Why wouldn't you? I mean. Many well, reasons. Moving on. <laughs> but I mean, that would automate and take Thick out the. One. But it's pretty hard to get thick blood if you're running for 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But then you wouldn't have to worry about eating, right? What if you took, w- would you be interested if you could take that out of the loop? Sure. I don't, yeah. I watched a movie things. the other day where they were doing that with drugs, like mood enhancing drugs. Um, it had Thor in it, but it wasn't yeah, actually I've been watching Thor. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. the name of it. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're like, ooh, we're going to make you happy now. Yeah. And then. Yeah, the sexual experiments they did were quite. Uh, oh, it mind, was weird. Mind, uh, yeah, it was weird. Those are some thought experiments that I hadn't considered in a long time. But again, ever. if I could put a super sweet cocktail of cliff block magic and just mainline. I mean, it's yeah. inevitable, right? I mean, 
Sure. Yeah. When I'm 50 and I'm racing still, if I'm that fortunate, like I bet on it. Yeah. Why not? I played hockey the other night with a guy that was 58. Yeah. Dude, I run with Age this just a number. I run with this dude, John Horns. He's he's a maniac. And he's he beat me in the Kernow Marathon by 11 minutes. And he's 15 years older than me. Is he wearing a watch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a green t-shirt. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Right. Well, that's where I was going because I've yeah. seen a lot of these, especially with like hockey or golf, you'll see some of these old timers show up and they whip your ass and you look over and you're like, oh, wow, that's like 40 years old. It's the same green t-shirt he's been wearing for 40 well, years. Lucky Maybe. shirt, man. You right. Take it away from him. And why would you? Yeah, exactly. Just gets faster. But I want I want to know if John runs better when he has the green t-shirt on or not. So can I tell the watch? What and he's then wearing? You can measure my placebo benefit? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But you can't cuz the weather changes. Well, yeah. so so here's another one that I noticed on the mountain bike the other day. I swapped out my aluminum handlebars for carbon. Okay. And oscillation change oscillation change right so the carbon based on the way carbon flexes should dampen out the micro vibrations and it should make me feel better i felt and i don't know how to quantify this let's call it if we had some accelerometers we would well so that part we absolutely can test but like my body i felt after after seven miles or whatever i felt 3x better than i would have prior Mm mm-hmm and I don't know if that's my brain, if it was just the, the stars aligned that day, or if that vibration dampening really made that big of a difference. Do you have oscillation tracking on your dingo? I don't. Yeah, you do. That not to is, that level, that is, though. Yeah, you do. Really? Yeah. You should go. Off and dig into the app. You should go in the airplane today. You should um, dizzle dazzle on that data. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, yeah. But. The other option I could just go get some accelerometers because I know where to find those. I've got mm-hmm. fifteen at Sparkfun. the house. Sparkfun.com. Yeah. You do? Yeah. What are they controlled by or running by? Uh, they're a, you hook them up to a banner DXMR. Yeah, but what if I just want to use like a Raspberry Pi running off of a nine volt battery? Well, the banner will do all that. Why? How heavy is it? Uh, it's it's like a telephone. Oh well, then let's do it. We need a forty eight volt battery source or twenty four volt battery source. Two batteries and two. <sighs> Can I just take three nine volts time in series and get called totally. 27? Yep. Good enough? Yep. 12 to 34. Well, let's do or 12 it. to 30 VDC. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to take that out. So we get X and Z and temp. Mm-hmm. X, Z, and temp. Okay. So I just make sure that one of those is aligned vertically and the other one probably along the yeah, just direction shove it on of your travel. Stem. Yeah. And pretend uh, your stem is the motor shaft. No, it can't be on the stem. It's got to be on the bars. Okay, then put it on the bars. Correct. Put it to the left of your computer. I could put it to the left or the right because the computer is mounted dead center. But yes, I will put it to the left. But do you think it makes that big of a difference? The carbon versus aluminum? Yeah. A hundred percent. Which is why you have Only carbon because fiber shoes and not aluminum shoes. Who makes aluminum shoes? Nobody. It would be a terrible idea. I have carbon fiber shoes. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hoka. Did we talk about it on the show? No, Tech on X though. It's it's okay. an amazing yeah. feat. Yeah. Material selection. There's a there's Huge. another universe where mm-hmm. I uh, got a metallurgy degree mm-hmm. in metallurgical engineering. Uh, I'm just pretending I have one now, in all my casting adventures and bike adventures. Yeah. Picking up the uh, gates and sprues. Really. At the end of the day today. Really. And I get to go do destructive testing latest week. For those that want to know more about Charlie's endeavors in entrepreneurial gigs, check out my other podcast. Yeah, called, yeah right. Can, can you keep it all together? <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that one quite yet. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. There's going to be a big shout out party here at the end of August. Yeah. Charlie has many cool. multiple interests, activities all at the same time. On top, of, on top of running for That's long where you do all the work. Hike running. So I was super skeptical Hiking. of the electronic shifting. Oh, what'd you get? I didn't get anything. Talk about it. Talk about automation and recre- in, uh, in sports yep. and training. Like, right. So my buddy Mike got a Lauf gravel bike. Dude, I was just looking at Lauf. That's the uh, that's the uh, Icelandic silly sucks. Yeah, silly fucks. Yeah, and I say that with all due respect, gentlemen and, and ladies that work yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that shock. 
That front, the, the they coil have a spring. front, they yeah. have a the coil spring. Or, yeah. Front, I want to put that so on, the, on the bike. So that's the answer. And in fact, framed. Uh, Did you see their patent? Who's Laufs? Yeah. No. Their Talking first bike article. technology, those that are trying to follow along, the excitement yeah. levels just rose dramatically. So in the we room. should back up a second here. Just so hold up. <laughs> traditional bike shocks, and we're going to date ourselves here, when rock shocks and uh, came 92. out with like the first Judy, right? 92. Um, yeah, somewhere's in there. Yeah, plus um, or minus three. Springs filled with oil. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, probably. Sprung cylinders filled with oil. Correct. Um, fast forward about 10, 15 years. Now we put air in them instead mm-hmm. of oil, mm-hmm. which allows Lighter. you to change the preload and everything as well. Lighter. Mm-hmm. Can you do that digitally now? Uh, I suppose you could, but I have a little pump. Oh, you don't just lean over and. You have a lockout twist? To, to do it. But if. So my problem when I bought my first dual suspension bike. Um, I'm two of Charlie, so mm-hmm. my spring that I needed in my shock needed to be bigger than what you would have used. Correct. So I had to have my fork, brand new factory fork, torn apart and rebuilt with the proper spring. Customized. Correct. Now I just walk over my little Fox digital pump and I go. Digital pump. It's it got a digital readout on it. Oh. And it says, no you know, yeah. 150 pounds versus 300 pounds. I thought he was going to his telephone and whipping up in the Fox <laughs> app and going, click, 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 like no, my Nest thermostat. But no. you could, right? So totally. they, they have a, now you can get an electronic tire pump. Mm-hmm. So it just changed the valving on it and you could put it on your shock, be fine. Um, but this Lauf thing is going old school. So it's like a series of leaf springs. I think they're carbon. They are carbon. Yeah. And there's no... There's look no like, they look like liquid, ribs. there's no fluid involved at all. And in fact, I'm going to link this because this is rad. Um, I think I'm buying one. They're cool. They're, they're awesome. And they're light and they're, there's nothing to fail, right? There's they no ship in three days via DHL. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Mike got this, this gravel bike from Lauf and he got the electronic shifting on it. And I've always been skeptical. I'm like, how long is the battery good for? What's oh, the it's, story? It's all figured out. He's dude. like, dude, you roll up. You connect to it with the app. You spin your tire backwards or whatever to get all the batteries and all the whiz bang to turn on. He goes, it'll run for a month. Yeah. And historically, and those of you that have ridden a bicycle before, um, especially a lower end bicycle, cable stretch is your number one nemesis, right? Whether it's Mm -hmm. in your brakes or whether it's in your shifting, your bike will run and feel like shit the minute that cable stretches out. Rear derailleur tuning is the bane of mountain biking. And it's difficult if you don't know what you're doing. Well, and the rear derailleur is pointing in, a, in an arguably terrible position. 100%. Right where all the sticks and rocks yeah. and roots are. At yes. 6 oh, o'clock. ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So these digital ones, now you can you can basically jog it to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And you can jog it to the top. Sounds amazing, too. And you kind of teach it. Yeah. And it's a little itty bitty motor in there. Totally. And so all of the cable stretch goes away. You can hear it go. Yeah. So I can hear Mark's tomorrow when he shifts. Yeah. So when we were talking about the gravel bike, I was like, eh. But after listening to Mike tell the story, I'm like, I have to have one of those. Dude, dude, I can can put that on your bike that I'm going to make for you. I think we're going to have to. Yeah. I'm your gravel bike guy. You've been wanting a gravel bike for a very long time. I'm looking at SRAM because it's USA Germany uh, for the digital drivetrain. SRAM makes great stuff. Yeah, that's what my boy Nick suggested out of Tangletown. So I've got to build two bikes here this month. Yeah. And the only thing that's holding me back is do I use the current fork or do I go to that suspension gravel fork? Lauf? Is that how you say it? Lauf. Do you you, usually learn Icelandic for that or what? How'd you get that figured out? They have I went that on to the, the bike shop and they pronounced it for me. I was like, what the F is that thing? And they're like, oh, that's a Lauf. Oh, they have one? They had the fork. So framed Here? framed over in St. Paul. Sure. Um, thehouse.com. Sure. Um, they had a Lauf fork on one of their snow bikes. Ah. And I was drooling all over it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, what is that? Yeah. And there was, full story long, once upon a time I almost bought a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want one of the modern day motorcycles. And I Harley made one. It was called the Crossbones with this giant Springer front end on it that looked like it was straight out of World War II. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's all I could imagine with this Lauf fork. It was like, it's just springs. like this And more attainable. 
Yeah. It's just yeah, simple, so right? I'll, like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do that. I'll I'll build the sexy. second one, yeah. full SRAM digital, mechanical discs yeah. with Lauf. I don't know where the money's going to yeah. come from, but it, it'll it'll just happen. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll write it in September. Yeah. And it's, I, I will say, probably getting into bikes more than people care about, but um, most of you are all my friends anyway, so deal with it. Thanks, friends. Uh, we had the disclaimer at the beginning, side interests as well. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. yeah, we did. In the so I found out the other day. So two, we should back up. There's two major component manufacturers when it comes to drivetrains and bicycles, SRAM and Shimano. Three. Who's the third? Come on. The Italians. Campagnolo. Oh, I mean. I'm a campy nerd. But they don't make off-road shit, so. Yeah, they do. When? Catch your nose. They got, right. they got Ekar for uh, gravel. Okay. My first article is built on Ekar. That's all news to me. I always viewed Campy as a road company, but anyway, pretty sure um, they have Mountain too. And and SRAM for the longest time was. You ever heard of the Dolomites? Yeah. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Um, SRAM was always kind of gimmicky, right? Because they had the grip shifts and innovative was maybe the better term. Um, yeah, I mean, you break the mold. You're competing <clears throat> with fishing lure. Correct. I mean. Shout and out to Shimano. You guys are doing great stuff. Just yeah. Goofing on you. So I, when I got my fat bike, it had a double thumb shift, right? There was a SRAM. So it was a big thumb on the bottom, a little thumb on the top. Uh, so you, you could do it with mittens, right? Which I thought, this is awesome. I can upshift, downshift. It's all right here. And then when I got my latest Trek, it was in uh, Shimano. So it had the trigger and the thumb. Uh-huh. The other day, I forgot which bike I was on. Yeah. And I realized... The XT Shimano operates as a double thumb or a thumb and a trigger. Okay. The, the little lever's bi-directional. Yeah. Found this out mid-ride because I hit the button and I was like, wait a second, what the, what the hell just happened? My bike shifted. I'm on the wrong bike. Did I break something? No, yeah. it's, it's designed to work that way. You'll be fine. Clearly. So, You'll be fine. Anyway, uh, we spiraled. Well, we had two spirals. We had a bike passion and a cold plunge passion, but all related back to being I think athletic I look and at a cold plunge. active. Yeah, road for the for data. the for the fact check. Campagnolo offers disciplines for group sets of road racing, triathlon, and gravel. Okay, so Not no mountain. mountain or enduro. No Got it. Yep. So that's why you didn't know. That's fair. Yeah. No, but now that's we where know. I like to spend most of my time on I mean, the dirt. I understand. Dirt's mm-hmm. and gravel's there. See, you run yeah. on dirt, you <clears throat> ride on dirt. It's better for you. I'm learning how to ride on dirt. And you yeah. don't have to worry about texting while driving idiots hitting you. Very Amen true. To that. Amen. Like, Amen. I am terrified of riding on the road in some like, I don't even say I feel safe on a sidewalk. Dude, I almost smoked a guy on an e bike on the sidewalk the other day. Well, I shouldn't ride an e-back on the sidewalk. That was my argument. So right here on the corner, and those of you, I'm pointing to the, I guess it'd be north. east, north. Uh, coming out, there's a fence, and I'm looking. Like a blind spot. I look left, I look right, I look left again, I start to inch forward. This bastard on an e-bike must have been doing 25 bucks, 25 miles an hour, comes ripping off the sidewalk. But maybe there's a da- downhill. I mean, you can hot rod them, but let, let's just call it 22 with 15 feet of heads up. How did, he, how did he do? Did he lose some weight before he hit you? Uh, I assume he did. He did not hit me, and I, I panic hit the brake, and the little lights blinking on my hit. car. Near hit. Yeah. And I think we both may have lost some weight there. Hmm. Um, that's the that's the that's the why. But I'm, get off the sidewalk. Yeah, like that's my biggest argument for just not distracted driving. Like, holy cow, there's just too many missiles coming at you. I mean, I honestly. Have a little empathy for the James Webb telescope because of how many freaking maniacs there are in different modes of transportation just zinging by you at any moment. Yeah, and you could be up at you could be up at the Lagrange point getting all this amazing data from the edge of the universe, and all of a sudden you got this met you know this meteor just coming right by, and it's going to tag one of your mirrors. You're like, dude, don't tag my mirror, don't tag my mirror. Right. That's what Webb's saying. And it's things the size of a baseball. Yeah, and it's just like a, a dude on an e-bike hitting your Malibu. It's like, right. it, would, it would ruin your day. Like, you could still get to work. He ain't. But he's he's done. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. Check and I'm going to have to fill out a bunch of paperwork with my human resources department on why there's a splatter dude on the side of my car. Not to mention the local law enforcement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Coon Rapids' paper? finest will 
yeah. gladly derail my in, day for so two hours. In your work so vehicle. Like completely, <laughs> like let's put a rocket ship on the off the rails here, but it's a no fault state here in Minnesota. But I mean, come on, dude. I'm at the stop sign. <laughs> right. I'm stopped. My vehicle is stopped <laughs> and you've hit me yeah. on a bicycle. I'm pretty sure there's a fault somewhere in there. On the sidewalk that you're not supposed to be riding. Well, so that's my next question before we shove off here. Well, is that a sidewalk illegal? or a bike? Oh, that is a sidewalk. That's mm, not a sidewalk. bike lane. Mm-hmm. No, a bike lane would definitely be on the roadway. That is not a bike lane. Yeah, There's a pretty solid Minnesota statute that allows you to ride side by side on the bike on the road and take up a whole lane. Correct. Fun fact. Yeah, I'm okay if you're on the road. Take up the whole lane. In fact, when there was construction farther down Hanson, I used to get the middle finger regularly on a Saturday morning because I would indeed take up the whole lane because there were concrete barriers on either side. And it was only like seven feet wide. And I'm like, I am not getting between a vehicle and that concrete barrier. I will get hit. And it was only a quarter mile long. Sure, right? So sure. I just got out of the saddle and booked the shit out of it. Sure. But all the middle fingers for those 15 seconds. Because you're their number one fan. <laughs> and on that note, anything else Thank to close with? Thank you to our real fans. We hey. appreciate you. Enjoy oh, yeah. your August. Right? All right. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed your time with us, please like and subscribe. Keep the letters coming to automationadvocates at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. The opinions in this show are ours and not representative of our employers. While normally polished, occasionally we might slide off the rails and into the ditch. Forgive us for that one.